2: The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. I don't want
3: to say Kimmer has gained weight, well, now, but when he stepped on the scale at the doctor's office, the nurse said, "Hey, that's my phone number." The funny. Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. Oh
4: crap! Now I have <laughs> here it is. <laughs> no, I got it. We're good. It's all good. It's Monday. It's raining. <laughs> Look out! It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on a crummy Monday. Welcome
0: aboard. Yeah. It's gonna snow.
4: Apparently, old oh, Miranda
0: by
4: now was tearing up and weeping, veritably cold. weeping, last Friday night when she was singing this song. This song is called Over You. This song was written by Miranda Lambert and her then-husband, Blake Shelton. And it was written in honor of Blake Shelton's brother, who passed away. And Miranda Lambert was at a concert on Friday night in Minnesota at a festival called the WE Fest or the WE Fest. I don't know whether the WE Fest or WE Fest. And she blurted out, I wish I'd been drinking all day. I deserve it. I just got divorced. And she was looking for some drinking buddies on Friday night in Minnesota. Well, guess what? Blake Shelton performs tonight at the same event in Minnesota. But anyway, Miranda was apparently tearing up and looking for more men. Apparently. You know, once a tramp, always a tramp. Oh. Well, she's a drinker and she's easy. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you got it. All right, well, I was too critical. Let's not be critical. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's really the the problem was she lost all that weight. And she wanted to try out her new body. That's what it was. You know, she lost all that. Remember when she, she was, was it was at last year's Emmys or Grammys or something, and she she wore that oh, oh poor thing. Whoever dressed her in that sequined horizontal striped tight dress. I mean she looked like eighty pounds of potatoes in a forty pound sack. I'm sorry. No, it was it was I mean I felt bad for her. Poor thing. Uh, just poor thing. And she realized it obviously because the next time we saw her in public she'd lost about eighty pounds. And she was dancing with Carrie Underwood, remember? It was the MTV or, or the the uh, whatever the country music, CMAs, yeah. Anyway, and then she apparently got a lot of attention from the men, and she wanted to try out a new body, and she did. And Blake said, you're out of here. He packed up her crap and left it on the sidewalk and said, be gone by the end of the weekend. Yeah, there you go. All right. I have... Well, that's all we have today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even started the stupid show yet. I was just, anyway. All right, all right, it's only me. It's only the camera. How's it going? 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067, that's the number. Uh, we have tickets to the annual Vineyard Festival at Chateau Alain again coming up November 8th. 1 to 4, it's a Sunday, and we'll give away two tickets later on today. I don't know when or how, but we'll do it at some point. All right, but a lot of things going. Oh, by the way, uh, I'm, <laughs> here we go again. This weekend is two things, actually. This weekend is Halloween trick-or-treating, and it must be Saturday night, right? Yeah. Which is also the night we change the clocks it's the, this Saturday, this weekend is the end of daylight saving time. It's not daylight savings time. Savings are what you put in the bank.
5: I am my <laughs> well, I, yeah, okay,
4: fine, like but it's true. Day. And people who say it's daylight savings, no, it's not. Savings are what you put in the bank. Daylight saving is a freaking split infinitive gerund, a dangling participle phrase of the accusative case. <laughs> it's daylight saving. We're saving daylight. We're not savings daylight, you idiots. You're right. God, I shouldn't yell at the little people. It's it's to be brought up that way. It's daylight saving time. It's not daylight savings time. No, right. You don't save your savings during the daylight. That's not it. I know. I'm not tired of hearing about it. (laughs) 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 Well, you're going to hear about it a hell of a lot more. Too. I not a man. It's only (laughs) it's only Monday. I got four more days of this. I'm. So, I can't help it. It's just. It's, it's so wrong, and it sounds stupid. And when you have, I mean, when people say it, it's your friends or whatever. That's one thing. But for like national broadcasters, get it wrong. I mean, it's just, or, you know TV anchor people and stuff get it wrong, and you just just wrong. That's all. I'm just pointing it out. All right. All right. All right. No, no problem. Oh God. At Halloween, trick or treating. Uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't had. This is true. What I've been been in this townhouse for two years. And haven't had a single trick or treater, and I never had any where I lived in Florida either when I was retired, and so. But I'm going to buy, I'm still buy the candy, so I'll be bringing in a crap load of candy. And by the way, I always get the good stuff. I get the big Hershey bars, the big Snickers, the big Milky Ways, the big Three Musketeers, not the little teeny ones, the big ones. Always, you know. And, well, my my starter wife. Made the mistake our first year uh, when we were, when I was in TV of many years ago, and we had this really nice house in the suburbs with a pool and everything, and she decided to hand out boxes of raisins.
1: <gasps> what?
4: The next morning our garage door had a very <laughs> very unfortunate message scrawled on it in spray paint. <laughs> it was it was not a happy thought. It was uh, it was not really something I could anatomically pull off either. So <laughs>
1: You know the game. <laughs> if you catch my drift, you know the game day signs on Saturday. They oh man, kids? I love those. Just I see some this weekend. What is it said? Todd McShay hands out apples. Yeah.
4: <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, on, if, on Saturday morning, ESPN does a game day show, and it's it's well, it goes for hours. And they do it from the location of one of the big games of the weekend, the Saturday game. And so they're sitting outside, and there's a 1,000 of the students from that particular university or college out there, and they all have signs up. And some of them say, uh, Mom, send money, or... You know, uh, Hillary sucks, or what I mean, a little, but most of them is, you know, horrible, vicious, (laughs) nasty, you know, making fun of the other team's coaches and the players and the students. And, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, University of Virginia girls are easy. I mean, it's just, oh, it's brutal. Anyway, but it's also extremely funny to try. And that's what's good about a DVR is that you can, or a cable, you can pause it so you can read them because it goes by kind of fast. All right, look out. All right, we got that. We'll talk uh, GOP leaners think Trump can actually win. Uh, Trump makes a crack about Seventh-day Adventists. And by the way, you, there are some very strange tenets of the uh, Seventh-day Adventist religion, which we'll pass along to you here shortly. Uh, Hillary says vets aren't really treated that badly at all at the VA. <laughs> she claims that the complaints about veterans' care at the VA is uh, some kind of Republican political scheme. I mean, I, no, I, have you ever heard that? They're government workers. It, it's unbelievable. Anyway, uh, let's see. The hot dog DNA, uh, no wheelchair crawler, the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame screwed Southside Steve. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, we'll talk. We have to mention that. Uh, where are the real men these days? Uh, what else we got? Uh, leggings are not pants. Uh, and the Jeopardy. Somebody tell me about this answer. This was, uh, this was on Jeopardy. Clue for you. Take a look. The flower pictured here is
1: called this, also a disparaging term for people on the political left. We're going to start with you, and I have a feeling that you have you may have found a way to insult liberals in this country. Let's take a look at your response. What is a pansy? <laughs> 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 now I get to
4: thinking, but what was the, that was not the answer. So what was the answer? A bleeding heart. That's not a name of a flower. That was the answer. I watched Oh, for of, God's sake. A bleeding heart. A ble- There's, there You ever go. heard of a flower called a breeding ha- bleeding heart? No. That's the dumbest of. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's yeah. a pansy. That pansy was the correct answer. All right, 12, 12, 12, 12. We got Brett coming up here. What in the
1: hell's diversity?
2: <laughs> mm, well, I, I could be wrong. But I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. <laughs> the
3: Nina and the, the Kimmer now and news, weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hi, this <laughs> is Casey Angela. Casey,
4: Case.
2: And this portion of our show Casey. is brought to you by the Georgia Radio Hall of <laughs> oh, Fame. Oh, there you go. Bribe them, drop $700 <laughs> on a dinner, and hey, they still might not let you in. And now here's your host, a guy who could even buy his way into that circle of jerks, as if he wanted to. What self-respecting person would? Here he is, Kim Peterson.
4: It's like the old Groucho Marx was saying, "I don't think I'd want to belong to a club that would have a person like me as a member." Uh, anyway, they screwed Southside Steve. Uh, they invited him. He was nominated for the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame, and uh, so and you have and you, you go to this dinner and a banquet or whatever, and you have to pay for it. And so he brought a bunch of his friends, and he's, I heard him say he said they spent like $700 for this dinner, all these tickets for these people to go to dinner, and he found out he was not elected. He was, they didn't, they turned him down. But they got the money. Oh, man. All right, 1220, it's only the camera, News Radio 1067. This is Keith Urban. Happy birthday ever
6: since you found Keith Urban,
4: 48 today. today. couple of the birthdays in the I've news. The disgusting Hillary liar, liar, Rodham, the killer. Clinton so is 68 today. Say, and by the way, she got caught in a lie, bold-faced lie, lying to the people who lost their relatives and loved ones. The Americans killed in Benghazi, and she got caught in a lie about it, and she's skating clean free. Nothing, no results, no nothing. Got away with it. liary Rodham, Rodham. 68 today. Pat Conroy, famous author, 70. And uh, Jacqueline Smith, former uh, Hell's, uh, Hell's Angel. Uh, Charlie's Angel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> former Hell's Angel. Uh, Jacqueline Smith is 70 today. So my God. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Can you believe it? That just can't be right. Hold on. I got Brett the truck driver, Chef William. Wait a minute. There's the news line. By golly, let's see who's on the old uh, news line there. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Donald Trump calling. But, Donald, hey, you're talking about Seventh-day Adventists and Ben Carson. and uh, you know, making... What's the deal
2: with those Seventh-day Adventist people, anyway? I don't know. They, they've been calling for the resurrection since 1844. I mean, <laughs> these people have been waiting about as long for Jesus to come back as the camera's been waiting for a contract. I mean, <laughs> of course, I do believe he's coming back, by the way. Cause, <laughs> That's the know, difference. I'm a devout <laughs> Presbyterian, Donald Trump. Devout. Uh, I believe Cameron going to church every Sunday unless there's a game on <laughs> I mean, if I don't have a tea time, I'm there. I mean, you're a good Presbyterian. you know, if I don't have action on a three game teaser, then you can. But I'll be at the...
4: oh, seven come eleven, baby.
2: <laughs> I feel so bad for poor Southside Steve. Oh, he
4: got getting
2: screwed over by the Georgia Radio Hall of yeah. Sham. Sham. <laughs> I mean, Southside had already lined up a babysitter, not for his kids, for his wife. His you know, wife. because she's. <laughs> very young, you know. Well, she had homework due the next day. So well, I you know, know instead of a wedding ring, he presented her with a teething ring at the ceremony. It was very <laughs> touching.
4: Very touching.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough about this Georgia radio hall of shame. I mean, yeah. they they tell you to sign up all your friends as members to, quote, stack the deck, an actual quote from the loser who runs the thing. Then dinner. you have to drop 700 bucks on the dinner and you still don't get in. Still don't get in. Oh my God, man. You know, the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame is a nonprofit.
4: It's a nonprofit.
2: Yeah, just like the Clinton Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> Sons of... Easy now. <laughs> now. Don't forget to tag it out, though, sir. The Georgia legal. Radio Hall of Fame is a division of Cox Broadcasting, a legal. subsidiary of Men's Warehouse. <laughs> has nothing to do with clothing. It's just a warehouse filled with eligible men.
6: They wear the suits. <laughs>
2: I'm Lindsey Graham. Where's the man? What I want to know. (laughs) I love the whole radio award process. Cox Broadcasting buys the award. Then their non-radio writer Rodney the Ho is paid by Cox Enterprises to write about it. I mean, talk about incestuous. Davis, where the hell are we living anyway? Mississippi over here. Hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> One more thing, I tried to He's watch stunning. some of that god awful Falcons Titans game oh, yesterday. Man, that was oh, I mean, the only way that could have been any worse is if the owner of the punchline performed at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, at least we got a win. But the Falcon offense, the Falcon offense, Kimmer, sort to put in a Lena Dunham performance. A Lena Dunham performance, Well, it was ugly, but it got the job done. I mean, you don't even want to look down at what's happening on the field of play. keep your eyes closed. <laughs> You might
4: spot something you didn't wish you hadn't seen ever.
2: (laughs) My thought they were leaving on a moped. That's how bad it was. (laughs)
4: Until you get spotted on one. There you go.
5: The the double right here. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh,
4: uh. (laughs) It's fun to get your foot off the boat.
2: (laughs) I want a comedy club. I want a radio show. I want a car dealership. You'll
4: get nothing like it. About my asthma. Oh mercy! Twelve twenty-five. Uh, hold on, Brett. By the way, uh, you can hold your calls. There is a flower called the bleeding heart, otherwise known as the Asian bleeding heart. A poppy family, uh, native to Siberia, China, Korea, and Japan. It's all. This was the uh, the Jeopardy final question answer business. Other common names include Dutchman's breeches. <laughs> or lady in a bath. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. 1225, it's Brett the Truck Driver on News Radio 1067. <laughs> halt everything. Hello, Brett. How's it going? Hello, Mr. Cameron. <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome.
7: You said earlier that you don't get any trick-or-treaters at your house. No you trick-or-treaters. Got them yeah. for years.
4: Years, it, yeah, years.
7: It would help if you took down that sign in front of your house.
4: Which sign is that again?
7: The children,
4: all children taste like bacon. Oh, all children, all children taste like bacon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Speaking of tasting, it's our friend, Chef William. Hey, what's cooking, Chef William? How's it going?
0: I'm uh, doing good. How are you guys doing? All right,
4: man. What's happening?
0: Nothing. I'm off today. It's raining. I was into the range, but you were talking about Hillary. Yeah. Uh, my owner asked me the other day if, he, if we wanted her to come by the restaurant when, uh,
7: she was in
4: town. I said, "You want me to quit?" <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't blame you, <laughs> Chef William. You can keep cooking the stuff over there, my friend. And. We'll be ready to eat it for you. I don't even know what that means either. <laughs> I think that came out wrong, by the way. What twelve twenty six? Okay, don't look at me. I'm hitting Yeah, thank you. Uh, yes, it's true. All right, we're getting, you're going to hear from Jeb Bush. Who, it sounds like he was saying, "You can take this job and shove it." <laughs> really? Did you think that's exactly what he was saying? I don't need this. I could be doing having fun with doing instead of this crap. Man, you just. He's digging another hole in Trump. On the, and by the way, Seventh-day Adventist. if you don't know much about the Seventh-day Adventists, uh, for example, uh, since felines are innately linked with devil worship and witches, Seventh-day Adventist members are not allowed to own cats. I did not know that. We got more, uh, more exciting uh, mysteries of the Seventh-day people coming up. 1227 on News Radio 1067.
2: Hello, my name is Charnack <laughs> the, the Charnack, Magnificent. The Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to you by yes, yes. a real eye opener. A real
4: eye opener.
2: What's something that Forrest Whitaker could use? Oh. And now here's your host Charlton Heston. <laughs>
4: Thank you so much. Twelve thirty-five. See. This is the theme from the TV show, the hospital drama, St. Elsewhere, which premiered on NBC on this day in 1982. A couple of birthdays, actor Dylan McDermott from The Practice is 54. He's never had a smile on his face. He may be the glowriest, glummest. Hysterical actor on television. I mean, all of his roles I've ever seen are exactly the same. It just, it's just is horrible. Anyway, Dylan McDermott is 54. Uh, John Heater, is it header? Heater it's, heater, it's Heater. It's John Heater, H-E-D-E-R. John Heater. Napoleon Dynamite. Boutier sensei. <laughs> Bow to your sensei. You think I'm a failure because I go home to Starlet night? <laughs> <laughs> Can I wear this outfit? Worst day of my life, what do you think? <laughs> John, you know, that movie just never gets old. I'm sorry. It's just it's hysterical. Anyway, John Heater from Blades of Glory and Napoleon Dynamite is 38 today, just for the uh, Doonesbury, the comic strip, uh, one of my all-time favorites. It used to be on Doonesbury. I guess they're still playing it now, Is it, uh, although I think they're repeating. I've been looking at some back from the Reagan days.
1: been dead for 30 years. Yeah, it's been
4: over. Anyway, Doonesbury began on this day, Gary Trudeau, in 1970. Now, wasn't that, isn't that Jane Pauley's husband? Yeah. Yeah. Are they still married, I wonder? I think they are. I don't know. Uh, pfft, I don't care, but I'm not going to try to look it up and I'm going to move on. All right, 1236. Hold, uh, oh, a couple uh, of emails, uh, more news regular lines sponsored by the Sighting Doc there, and uh, Facebook updates. And here's Patty on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Patty. Happy rainy Monday. Nice to have you aboard. Welcome.
7: Yeah, beautiful day out
6: driving. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to, I was listening to the news earlier about the lady with a mental illness that ran over all the people in the parade. Yeah. So now, Maybe they should start talking about um, cars being a culprit instead of guns for crazy people.
4: Yeah, the issue is the same as crazy people. I mean.
6: Yeah, that's the problem. It's the the people with the mental illness and nowhere to put them anymore. But
7: that's all I wanted to say. So have a great
6: afternoon.
4: Appreciate it. Be careful out there. Thank you very much again. And by the way, uh, sweetness bell, man. Come on. I just started. I like. I can't beat. That's why. All right, hold on a minute. All right, <laughs> thank you. All right, here we go. I right, got it. I got it. Give me a break. All right, all right I got. it. Here we go. Here we go. I, this is. A, this is a true story. One day out on the golf course, a golfer accidentally overturned his golf cart. A very attractive woman who lived in a villa on the course heard the noise, came out to investigate on her balcony, and called out, "Hey, are you okay?" He said, oh, "I, I'm, I'm fine, thanks." Uh, she said, "Boy, you, you look frazzled." Uh, Come on up to my villa here. I'll give you a drink and help you get the card up afterwards. Just come up and relax and feel better. He said, No, that's mighty nice of you, but I don't think my wife would like that. She says, Oh, come on. Now, this woman was hot, man, wearing a little bikini. She says, I can see that you've cut your head. It could be serious. Let me take care of you right away. I'm a nurse, you know. He said, Well, all right, but my wife's not going to like this. So he went up to her villa. She bandaged his wound, gave him a most welcome brandy. They talked a little bit about golf. He discovered she was an avid golfer with a four handicap. That's good golfing. When he confessed to a weakness in his putting, the woman gave him a putting lesson, holding him close and intimately as she did so. Finally, he confessed, I feel a lot better now, but I better get going. I know my wife is going to be really upset with me being here with you. Don't be silly, the woman said with a smile. She won't know anything. By the way, where is she? He said, uh, She's under the cart. <laughs> Oh. Oh. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, she was under the cart.
1: <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> she was
4: under the cart there. That's why she got upset. This so was... <laughs> uh, quick email or a Facebook update.
1: Wait a minute. Tell the one about the blonde and the mosquito.
4: <laughs> you don't know that one, John boy. Oh. Uh, that's for some of the older boys and girls. I, uh, <laughs> we may have to put that one on hold until the next break, Pete. <laughs> but first, uh, this is from a Prey. I think I'm writing a, uh, reading the first name properly. P-R-A-Y-E. I think that's Prey. Very nice. Yeah. That's an unusual name. I like it. Uh, so, Kimmer, my daughter's in the middle school in Hall County. They do the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. One young man who's a Boy Scout saluted while doing the Pledge of Allegiance. One of the teachers told him that was not allowed, and if he didn't stop, he'd be sent to the office. Only in America, you can't support your own country with a Boy Scout salute saying the Pledge of Allegiance? just—I must be true. What school? Uh, it doesn't say. It's Hall County Middle School. It doesn't say which one. Oh. That's, that just doesn't make any sense. Well, it's
1: basically Mexico up there now. So. Well,
4: that's true. That's true. And speaking of that, the Seventh-day Adventist people are a little upset today just because uh, uh, Donald Trump mentioned that he was a Presbyterian, and then he wondered about Ben Carson being a Seventh-day Adventist.
2: Well, I didn't say anything bad about it. I just don't know about it. I would certainly give an apology if I said something bad about it, but I didn't. All I said was, I don't know about it.
4: Well, uh, Ben Carson says, I'm not getting into that with you. I really
3: refuse to really get into the mud pit. Uh, You know, Hillary actually was right when she said, you know, that the Republicans are there, you know, trying to destroy each other. I really think that was a huge mistake in the last cycle. And I'm certainly not going to get into that, uh, no matter what anybody says.
4: Ben Carson, who, by the way, is now leading Trump in a couple of polls in Iowa. are <laughs> leading about like nine points. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is really getting interesting. And by the way, there's another a couple of polls that came out and said now the majority of right-leaning voters, Republicans or those who would normally vote Republican, uh, a majority now believes that Donald Trump can win the presidency. You know, six months ago, no one, if you had asked people, do you think Donald Trump will ever be president, they would have started laughing at you. And now a new poll shows people think he can do it. He can pull it off. Oh, man. Now, speaking of the Seventh-day Adventists, a lot, of, a lot of you, I don't think, know much of the tenets of the uh, Seventh-day Seventh Adventists. Uh, these are the people who were the first religious followers to adopt snake juggling as part of the weekly service, <laughs> I don't think I'm juggling. Not to no rattlers, though. The noise is very unholy. Uh, at the conclusion of each service, there shall be the laying on of leeches for the official bloodletting. A lot of people didn't know about that. There's kind of if you've been there the first time, it's kind of a shock. Let me say, uh, instead of Sunday school, or in their case, Saturday school, the Seventh Day Adventists believe that Saturday is the, the uh, Sabbath. The Saturday was the original seventh day, and the Advent means they they believe that Christ is coming back and he's ticked off. So by, for instead of Sunday school or Saturday school, there shall be a series of Mongolian nut clusters. So again, these are, <laughs> this is not your normal. <laughs> Every Halloween, each member shall be required to sacrifice a Christian child. Oh, no, wait, that's Muslims. I'm sorry, My bad. I got, somebody put that in there. That doesn't belong in there. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Uh, the captains of the Titanic, Lusitania, Andrea Doria, Apollo 13, the Challenger, Hindenburg, and the designer of John Denver's plane, all Seventh-day Adventists. Just some of the things you didn't really know. Twelve forty two here on News Radio 1067 for the Kimmer. What
3: did I just say about <laughs> ethnic slurs? But the Kimmer Now and news
4: weather and traffic on your ride home on News
3: Radio 1067. <laughs> Look out.
2: This is the Reverend Al Shopping. Yeah, this yeah, portion Reverend. of the Kim Peterson show yeah. is brought to you by that new movie about Apple Computer. Oh yeah. Dexter King has no interest in seeing it. Because he heard it had
4: something to do with jobs. (laughs) Now, here's your host, (laughs) Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. All right, we're going to run way back in music history for you right now. Let's see if we can get the uh, theme song going. Here we go. From the Great Atlantic Ocean to the wide Pacific Shore. (laughs) The Wabash Cannonball, first recorded by country artist Roy Acuff, his first recordings on this day in 1936.
2: On the on the, the bash came the yeah, a
4: little country music there for you. Giddy up, go a little darling, Giddy up, go. Hold on, 1251. Uh, Pat Sajak, TV host. 69 today. I was in Vietnam with him. He was a DJ in Vietnam at American Forces Vietnam Network when I was there. The, the, the Dawn Buster Show, Pat Sajak, yep, and uh, Seth MacFarlane, Family Guy originator, and um, so much more. Seth MacFarlane, 42 today. All right, coming at 12:51. Oh, we have a minister going to help us on the Seventh Day Adventists. Uh, a lot of people don't know that the only charitable fundraisers allowed for Seventh Day Adventists to go door to door are to sell fruitcakes and storm windows. And those who oh, those who refuse will find a snake in their mailbox. So, again, these are just some of the little-known Seventh-day Adventist uh, uh, tributes. Oh, hey, there's a newsmaker line. Hold on, Minister Dwight and James. It's a newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Kim, this is Charles Barkley calling. <laughs> hey, Charles, how you doing? How are you, man? Well, I got a joke for you. All right, sir, Charles Barkley. But it's Jew and this Catholic. Whoa, hey, oh, no, I... mm, no, sir, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. You know what you get when you cross uh, an atheist with a seventh day Adventist I do not know, sir. No. Somebody come to your front door for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's showing up wet out there today, Kevin. very wet, sir. Very wet. It's so wet as how, a matter of fact. How wet,
1: yes
4: sir, how wet?
2: Herman Cain picked up a street swimmer over on Punk. <laughs> street swimmer. It was so wet. How wet was it, sir? Amanda Davis's car hydroplane and magically skidded into the proper lane. How often did that happen? <laughs> It's so wet. How wet is it, sir? John Denver got soaked before he even got in the plane.
4: Oh, oh, man.
2: It was so wet. How
8: wet, Charles? The carjacker just left James Jordan where he was.
4: Oh, man. What's the difference?
2: (laughs) Man, it is. Horrible, terrible. absolutely knuckleheaded, yeah. terrible. terrible. What happened to post-Southside Steve, oh, yeah. you know, spending $700 whining yeah. and dying yeah. in the Georgia Radio Hall of Shame and yeah. still not
4: getting inducted. That's terrible, rejected man. Rejected him. That's unbelievable.
2: You know, the Georgia Radio <laughs> Hall of Shame is such a fraud, Kim. It's a fraud, sir, is it? Yeah, Nigerian spammers won't even uh, promote <laughs> him, man. <laughs> Even they won't stoop to promoting that (laughs) racket they got over there at the Georgia Radio Hall scam, man, a division of Cox broadcasting. (laughs) Speaking of Cox, here's a story you will never read in no Al Jazeera Constitution. All right, sir. With them sneaky bastards running (laughs) Obamacare, raised the age for approved mammograms from 40 to 45. Why ain't the women screaming about that? You imagine if a Republican did such a thing? Yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm sorry, not funny. I'm just on my sofa. Oh, no,
4: it's, it's all right. On
2: the bright side, Bill yeah. Cosby is offering free be- breast exams beginning at age 19, free of charge, all next week at the Cobb Sexual Energy Center. <laughs> you know, the one venue in America that will still allow that serial rapist <laughs> to perform.
4: Well, sure. Ticket sales. I
2: don't know why I'm so
4: mad at <laughs> I have a little today. something to drink. I no Charles, that's all right. It's Monday, it's raining. You I wish know. you'd tell that uh, blonde and mosquito joke. No, no, court. sir, I, uh, I'm fairly sure... Well, well, I can, can tell I
2: it once. It, is the punchline something to do with narrowing your stance? <laughs> yeah, well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. Not really, but it's in the ballpark.
2: May I tell you what, that former first lady, Laura Bush, she sure got around. Well, what do you mean, sir? Over the weekend, she crashed the OSU homecoming.
4: Oh, no, no, that was, oh, God, no, that was not Laura Bush, sir. Was, people died with a child. <laughs> I was oh, talking man. about Ohio State, man. What do you think of that? Oh, I, I thought you meant the yeah. football game. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they bought that. They did indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later. Keep moving. Thank you,
5: Charles.
2: <laughs> All this thing we ain't gonna be around no more anyway. <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
4: <laughs> one week to go. All right, look out. Thank you, Charles Barkley. Mercy, look out! Here we go. For this? All right, 1255. All right, we have uh, a minister here, Minister Dwight on News Radio 1067. Minister Dwight, thank you for your patience. Welcome, sir. You are on the radio.
6: Yeah, I wanted to commend you first for your program, even though sometimes you, you have some jokes that sort of um, knock me over, but this, <laughs> this is a serious thing. Yes, sir. If it wasn't for. The Seventh Day Adventists and yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses going before the Supreme Court. We mm-hmm. would not be able to take Saturdays and Sundays off from work for religious reasons. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to to talk to our neighbors from door to door about the Bible and Christ's Kingdom.
4: That's true. And
6: they and they have many outreach programs. Believe it or not, that help people in the community who would be starving to death in between getting their Social Security checks or or other types of checks. So, they 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 have a lot of positive aspects to him. But, but um, on a funny note, I haven't heard any of your hungry Jehovah's Witness jokes lately.
4: <laughs> There's nothing like a funny hungry Jehovah's Witness joke. I got to be honest with you, pastor. Uh, you know, actually, I know the uh, the Seventh Day people. And by the way, um, when when the Seventh Day Adventists say that they believe the Advent is to be is for the second coming of Christ, the Advent of J- right. Christ to come back. But when is it supposed to happen? It's supposed to be like imminent? Isn't the deal? This they it could it, be any it's minute. Imminent,
6: but but but. Jehovah's Witnesses and them have come to realize you cannot put a date. Some have erroneously done that, and they are no longer part of either organization. I got So there are some that deviated, but now they're saying we just have to be patient, but the sign is apparent. Whether a person wants to accept it or
4: not. Uh, and, and isn't it true that they have a smoking section in your churches and you can ha- and they have a margarita machine? Or is that I, that's what I heard. I didn't know.
6: No, that. I think that's Cruffalo Dollars
4: Church <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, you've come to the right place. My official Seventh day Adventist minister, Minister Dwight, right here. It's only the kiver. Twelve fifty seven on News Radio one oh six seven. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to
2: showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Black Magic Design, Olympus, and more, the showcase school remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Call them today, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or Showcaseinc.com. This is Mike Tyson, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. I'm not sure why the Kimmer Show so bad that Van Holyfield heard it and then asked me to bite off his other ear. Anyway, listen to the camera. weekdays, noon to three, if you can stand it. On News Radio 106.7,
3: Kimmer, you have something on your chin. Well,
4: thank you. No, eh? not that one. Uh, just the minute. third one down. Uh, the Kimmer uh, Show funny. on News Radio 106.7. Thank 7. you very much. Happy Monday. Raining, crummy. Hold on, Gray. Hold on, James. It's only the Kimmer, Keith Strickland, one of the members of the B-52s. Here about Keith is 62 today. Right. Couple of birthdays. Patrick Breen from Madam Secretary is 55. And by the way, our Newsmaker lines mentioned this before. We now have CBS with the Liberals on 60 Minutes. And now we have Madam Secretary and the Good Wife, where they're also where they, where her husband, the former governor, or I guess he's still the governor, is trying to become the new uh, vice president with Hillary. I mean, it's, it's a it's a love fest of democratic liberal women. Uh, stars it's just to support Hillary on CBS every Sunday night for three hours or something. Anyway, uh, let's see, what else we got here? Patrick Breen, Madam Secretary, 55, and Rita Wilson, who I believe is Tom Hanks' still wife. I'm really sure Rita Wilson's 59 uh, today. Oh, my God, here's a number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067, it's 105. And we were talking about the Seventh-day Adventist, the Donald... You know what, this is typical. He didn't really say anything about the Seventh-day Adventists. All he said was, uh, I'm a Presbyterian. I'm really middle of the road. Ben Carson's a Seventh-day Adventist. I really don't know what that is. And it came out as really negative when he just said, I don't know what that is. But, of course, now he's ba- literally bashing Jehovah's Witnesses. And, uh, for example, uh, there's some things you may not have known. Uh, how many Jehovah's Witnesses do you need to change a light bulb? None. They'll replace the bulb when they replace the whole house. So I'm just gonna tell them what that means. Uh, What do you get when you cross a Hell's Angel and a Jehovah's Witness? Somebody who knocks on your door tells you to go screw yourself. (laughs) 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 Hey,
5: Yowie, hold on.
4: That can't be right. All right, hold on. Here's let's get to James. Maybe he can actually help us. James on News Radio 106.7. Hello, James. How's it going? Hey, camera. Uh, Are you
8: with me? Yes, sir. I am. Welcome aboard. Oh, thank you. Uh, simplify, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, got, I got picked up in California. I was hitchhiking the, back in the 80s, and I got picked up by this uh, seven-day Adventist uh, preacher or reverend, whoever, uh, however they call him in that business. Yeah. And uh, he took me to his house to spend the night. The next day was Saturday and went, we, we went to church. I had to go to church with him. And, man, these guys were talking about, uh, uh, a race war that—that that was why uh, Jesus was coming back. That we were going, it was going to be a black and white race war. And, and I'm not putting the guys down, but that—that's just what they were talking about. Really, you I
4: don't—I don't think I've ever heard that. Of course, you—you you mentioned that was in the 80s. I wonder if that's a, a common doctrine of some kind that they're. Was... Uh, I don't know. It,
8: it was around 85, 86. Huh. The—the—the the, the, the kicking thing is that after we got out of the church, he—he wa- he wanted us to go to his daddy and mama, mama-in-laws. For dinner, and and he says, look, he says, now, my mama-in-law, she's kind of strange, but just, you know, just don't pay her much attention. She's a good lady and all. Kimberly, we went to a lady's house today. They didn't have no meat to eat. It was all vegetables. And this lady had aluminum foil on all the electrical outlets, covered up with aluminum foil. And she had aluminum cans stacked all up in the corner from the floor to the ceiling with aluminum foil wrapped all around them.
4: And what was the theory? What was, what was the reason for aluminum foil all over everything? <laughs>
8: To keep the aliens from coming in the house. Oh, boy. The, the government the government, <laughs> the government had the aliens working for them, and that's how they got in the house through the electrical outlets and through the ceiling fans. You had a little foam on the ceiling fan. It worked. It, it was, it, it was, <laughs> hey, Did you see the aliens?
4: Obviously, it worked. I aliens, but I was one strange old lady, right <laughs> i tell that have been waiting for ages to tell that story.
2: I love All it. On the show. Dave <laughs> James,
4: you're a rock, man. I appreciate you you're being with us you have a great day be careful out there 108. in fact here's a gray may have a little help for us too gray welcome aboard on news radio 1067 what's up man yeah oh. hello this is yes gary. sir hello hello yeah hi you're on the radio who's this hi, okay my name is gary not gray gary i'm sorry yes, sir. That's, <laughs> well, okay. um, that's all right time... hang man he got his, uh, uh, his fingers fixed up on the keyboard that's all right i'm sorry that's go right, right ahead
7: first, first time caller um i've listened to your show on and off and you sometimes tickle me to the to my funny bones, but just a just a few things about Seven Day Adventists. Yeah, being a being a Seven Day Adventist myself. Yes, yes sir. Um.
4: Now, do, well, first of all, did you did you just hear James talking about aluminum foil all over? Yeah, everything? is that a I, thing I, or not? I,
7: I think I think James just wanted his five minutes of fame just now. Oh, that's okay, all, that's how all I right. See it.
4: All right. Well, go as help us out here.
7: The majority of us, yes, the majority of us are vegetarian, which is very true. Okay um many very little of us eat eat meat uh five years ago in 2010 we had our conference down here in atlanta and we poured over 300 million dollars into the atlanta into the atlanta economy
4: wow cool! Um,
7: some of the famous adventists is magic johnson former basketball player current, i did not know magic was an
4: imp- yes, imp- no no kidding who was, else
7: yes he was born and raised um pastor um chaplain barry black of the United States. Um, chaplain for the Senate. He's a seven-day Adventist also.
5: I'll be darned.
7: And the country, the um, hospital of Loma Linda, which is in California, yeah, which yeah. is one of the top hospitals in the country as far as, um, you know, cancer treatment and all of that is a seven-day Adventist rent, rent um, facility. And um, a few years ago, Charlie Gibson did a, um, did a re- uh, review on seven-day Adventist as being one of the only people that lived the longest because of their dietary beliefs. Huh. So um, for those that basically have negative, I mean, I, I mean, I don't really care about Donald Trump or, you know, to me, I always see that the Democrats and the Republicans are somewhat very much alike yeah. because they'll, they do a lot of promising. And then when they get into office, they screw the rest of us little people. <laughs> That's, That's true.
4: <laughs> you know, you got so that right. Me,
7: yeah. So to me, one's a fox, the other one's a wolf. They're both canine dogs. I'll That's how d- I feel. Well, uh, Gary, you know?
4: thank you, man. I really appreciate it. that. Helps a lot. Some of the other, you may know, some of the famous Seventh Day Adventists uh, include uh, Trotsky, Stalin, the Kaiser, Hitler, Mussolini, Ho Chi Minh, Hillary, Genghis Khan, Jeffrey Dahmer, Claribel the Clown, John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, Al Bundy, Ted Knight, G. Gordon Liddy, Kirk Mellish, Southside Steve, Katy Perry, and Walt Disney. Now these are just
1: <laughs> <laughs> the frozen it's The list I
4: have here. <laughs> What it says right here. (laughs) Now I want to. Here's Denny. Denny says uh, you're a Seventh Day Adventist too. Is that right, Denny? Hey, how are you doing, Kim? Good. Well, what what do we? What what is the main thing we don't know about Seventh Day Adventists? Oh, no, no, no.
2: I, first of all, I love your show. We're down in Macon in there, and Forsyth area. Excellent. You know I, mean? I listen to your show every day.
8: Love it. You Thank kill you. me, man. Thank <laughs> you, sir. You're welcome. But, no, uh, th- th- that guy was talking about somebody picked
9: him up out in California. And yeah. They're talking about race wars. But that yeah. never goes on in our... Yeah, I've I I, I not all. heard that. I've
4: not heard that before.
9: Yeah. <laughs> and, some hey, you got wackos and everything.
4: Well, but, that's true. <laughs> hey, that lady had
2: the <laughs> aluminum foil on <laughs> her. Yeah, it, well, hey,
4: you know, <laughs> I've been there. Uh, <laughs> All right, Denny. He's not right anyway. And, no, that's probably true. All right, well, that cleared up that business about the ride. Uh, we don't know about that. But there is now, a lot of people don't realize that during the bi-monthly four-hour groping of the stepdaughter's, there shall be no talking, no chewing gum, no wriggling, no scratching, no yawning, no singing, no humming, no skipping, no running with scissors, no cross-dressing, no horseback riding, no donut making, no grass cutting, no golfing, no surfing, no bike riding, no French kissing, no farting, no puking, no laughing, and no finger painting. All the, that that's just verboten for the entire four-hour ceremony every Saturday. at uh, 112 now. Not the little teeny ones. I get the big ones. <laughs> oh, no, so it's about Ken. Halloween, trick-or-treating, Whoa. mister.
3: The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
2: This is Matthew McConaughey, and this portion of The Kimmer Show <laughs> is brought all right, all right, to you by right. the Lincoln Navigator. Because no, no, no. sometimes, before you go forward, you got to take the damn thing out of par. And now here's your host. I like it
4: a lot, even though he's going to be gone at the end of the week. Yeah. Peterson. All right. All right. All right. All right. Look out. One nineteen. Tommy este's favorite actor, right there, Matthew McConaughey. Good enough for me, Tommy. One nineteen. Look
5: out.
4: You know, I don't remember this song. I well, I guess I do it barely. The only reason we're playing it—it's a uh, Nick Gilder. By the way, that sounds like a girl. Does this not sound like a lady singing? No
5: one knows who yeah. That's Nick
4: Gilder. Uh, his song "Hot Child in the City" on this day in 1978 hit number one on the Billboard Pop Chart. Now that's not particularly amusing or interesting in itself. City. But it took 20 weeks from the time it entered the top 100 to reach number one. That was the longest time any record had ever been on the charts before it reached number one. 20 weeks before it got to number one. Usually they're long gone, but if it's 20 weeks, it's disappeared. So that's why we played that way. And right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, 1949, John Boy, guess what the minimum wage was that changed when President Harry Truman signed a new measure? Raising the minimum wage. What was the minimum wage in 1949? Hmm. I'm going to say a dollar. Forty cents. <laughs> ah, My first it? job in radio paid a dollar five an hour.
1: Are you serious? Yes, sir. How far? And I that was take? happy to get it. <laughs> How much was gas back then?
4: Uh, Twenty five cents a gallon. My first, when I was 16, my first car, I bought my first car for 250 bucks because I was working. We had to, all Petersons all had to work for uh, part-time and school uh, holidays and summertime. And I bought my own, my own car for 250 bucks, and the gas was $0.25 cents a gallon. If you could fill it up for like $1. fifty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, one twenty. It's on one let Let's call it. Here's Phil real fast. News break line coming up. Hello, Phil. Welcome on News Radio 106.7. You're on the radio, sir. Hey,
6: Kimmer. How you doing? Good.
4: Welcome. Thanks. What's up?
6: thanks for your service man Thank hey you. uh Santa the show i I spent the last two months in uh the l a area
7: huh uh doing auditions and such because I do Santa this time of year oh good um, so I went out there to do some auditions. I got some great stuff. It was a lot of fun blah blah blah. I listened to talk radio out there, and I'm telling you nothing compares to the Kimmer show
4: <laughs> well <laughs> that could go either way but uh oh <laughs> well, no I, I'm not.
7: I'm not saying
5: you're No, I know. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not better.
4: It's just a tough crowd.
6: Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa says you're, you're – and by the way, Santa's not a Seventh-day Adventist, but that's another story. That's
4: all right. It's okay um, with me. But
6: your show, your show, I'm telling you, your show is like head and shoulders above anything out in L.A.
4: Well, you're very kind. We, we When you hang around with juvenile delinquents like these guys, it's real easy to get to do something rather bizarre. Uh, 122, it's on the camera, news Radio 1067, 844-404-1067. The uh, DNA hot dogs coming up, the no-wheelchair crawler, Radio Hall of Fame, the real men, where did they go, and politics and the whole deal. Hey, wait a minute, there's a newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the newsmaker line. Good afternoon.
2: Read my lips. Your <laughs> oh, former president, George Bush Senior, oh, calling. This is
4: an honor, Mr. Former President. Welcome, sir.
2: Well, frankly, my son Jeb seems to be running out of time. Yeah, he's he seems not like as so. quickly as the camera show is running out of time, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's very out. grim. We're going to have a big family meeting. Donald Trump made fun of yeah, it, that's and all, right, he did. Mommy and Daddy have a gonna... big strategy session, you know, but. Yeah what Jeb should do in his campaign. His campaign. <laughs> like, I'd know a God-blessed thing if I an election unless I was Ron- riding Ronald Reagan's coattails only to dump his legacy in the Chattahoochee. It's a daisy. No new taxes. Never forget, I'm the reason we have serial rapist Slick Willie and his treasonous, murderous wife headed back to the White House. You can blame me for that. Yes, you, know? you
4: could, actually, sir. Sure, there's a
2: special level of hell waiting for me, Kimberly. You know? Well,
4: no, sir, we know
2: One where the owner of the punchline does two shows a night. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did you see where Chris Christy got kicked out of an Amtrak quiet car a for quiet. excessive noise? A noise in a quiet car. Yeah, yeah Christy wasn't talking too loudly. It's just it was burrito night next door in the dining car. Hey, so. no! <laughs> <laughs> squeeze,
4: baby, squeeze. <laughs> there you go.
2: Well, this is unbelievable. This former Dude. British Prime Minister, Tony Blair. Blair, yeah. Tony. Taking all the blame, apologizing for the Iraqi war. Could you believe that, yeah, Cameron? Apologize. For all of I mean, them. what's next? Queen Elizabeth's going to apologize for having Princess Diana bumped off? I mean, you know. <laughs> that was the rumor, all right. Apparently, they drove each other up a wall, from what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> mercy. You know why Elton John sang at the funeral? No, I don't know. Well, he know. was the only queen who cared. Hey,
5: no! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what kind of dress Lady Di was wearing that night? The
4: kind of dress she was wearing? I, I don't know, sir. Crushed velvet.
2: Crushed velvet. Oh,
4: man. <laughs> you know the difference between the London Ritz and the
2: Paris Ritz?
4: I don't know the difference.
2: What the London Ritz, you get uh, after dinner mints. <laughs> <laughs> the Paris, you get minced after dinner, I think. <laughs> oh, 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 man. <laughs> you know what killed Lady
4: Di? What killed Lady Di? I, I don't really know, I guess. Carpole Tunnel. Carpole
5: Tunnel. Oh man!
4: (laughs) Got a million of
2: (laughs) them. I put the Clintons in office. How could I go to any more worse hell than I'm going to? (laughs) Think about it. (laughs) That's (laughs) true.
1: Goodbye.
4: Always an honor to have you, former President H.W.
1: Uh, News Radio Seven. Yeah. Facebook post here. Facebook post, Facebook post. Here we go. David, uh, just wondering if that song you talked about, Hot Child in the City, yeah. is a theme song for that dude from Subway. Oh, man.
4: <laughs> you know, you Facebook people. Uh... <laughs> in fact, a couple others here. One just came in uh, from John. The filmman man says, uh, Kimmer proclaiming this is from uh, actually from Monday or from Friday, I believe. Uh, Kimmer proclaiming he likes the song "Mbop" by Hanson's A Bridge Too Far. How can he continually express his dislike for a solid and classic group like CCR and then fawn over Hanson? Say it ain't so. Your taste in music is in serious need of professional intervention. (laughs) (laughs) You could be right. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) 125. And we mentioned uh, Jeb Bush. uh, His dad just called in. There is going to be a Donald Trump made fun of the fact that Jeb is, quote, going back to mommy and daddy to figure out what to do with his campaign. And and listen to what he said. Listen to this. If you heard Jeb Bush, it sounds like he's doing the uh, Johnny Paycheck, uh, take this job and shove it. I got a lot of really cool things that I could do other than sit around being miserable, listening to people demonize me and me feeling compelled to demonize them. That is a joke. Elect Trump if you want that. That Nope. Doesn't that sound a little... uh, like he's really just kind of given up saying, I don't want to do I got better things to do than this. I don't know. And he's cut back 40% of his money for his staff and cut back people. Peasants are revolting. You got it. stick on ice. <laughs> what will be next? Also, coming up, ladies, you may have to help us with this one this business about leggings. Women wearing leggings. There's a Tennessee woman who's making a huge, big deal on the Internet, 12 million views of her Facebook posting about leggings, titled, Leggings Ain't Pants. Uh, that's coming up. You'll hear from her shortly. And more Newsmaker Lines and uh, an actual Monday program right here, 127 on News Radio 1067.
2: This is Count Floyd from SCTV. <laughs> hey, Count. And now here's your host. Yes, sir, yes, A man who won't have to dress up in a costume on Halloween because yeah. no one in the building recognizes him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Arr,
4: arr, here he is, <laughs> Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you. The wind and the wind. Yeah, Gordon Lightfoot's initial reaction to hearing that his hometown of Aurelia, Ontario, in Canada, is unveiling a statue dedicated to Gordon Lightfoot, 12 feet high, made of bronze... Showing Gordon Lightfoot in his 20s sitting and playing the guitar with leaves around him. And when told they were <laughs> erecting a 12-foot bronze statue, he said, why me? <laughs> hey, Gordon, why you? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so it's it's <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my, that's just brutal. I, what uh, was that? But uh, this is on day. Thank, thank you, boys. Appreciate it. Uh, this was a day in 1881. The gunfight at the OK Corral took place. In uh, in where? I'm your
10: Huckleberry.
4: <laughs> Tombstone, <laughs> Arizona. Actually, it didn't take place at the OK Corral at all. Oh, really? I'm here to tell you uh, it was the basis for the 1946 movie My Darling Clementine with Jimmy Stewart, I believe, was in that one. Uh, the gunfight at the O.K. Corral lasted about Henry 30 Fonda. seconds. Henry, What's that? Henry Fonda. Uh, Henry Fonda. I remember Uh That was from 1946. Uh, John Ford directed it. Uh, the other gunfight at the O.K. Corral was released in 1957. That became more famous. But it was really a 30-second gunfight between outlaw cowboys and lawmen, which is perhaps the most famous shootout in the history of the old American West. Uh, it was uh, Billy Claiborne, Ike and Billy Clanton, Tom and Frank McLaurie were the bad guys, and the lawmen were Marshal Virgil Earp. Wyatt Earp was not the marshal. Virgil Earp was the marshal. Assistant Marshal Morgan Earp and temporary deputies Wyatt and Doc Holliday were all involved. The Ike Clanton threatened repeatedly to kill the Earp family, and uh, Virgil Morgan and Doc Holloway were all wounded. Wyatt Earp was not hurt at all, but the bad guys were killed. The both McGlory brothers and Billy Clanton were killed. Uh, it did not take place even next door to the OK Corral. It was several blocks down the street. And when they when they first started the shootout, the bad guys and the good guys were six feet apart. Six feet apart. And still, they were not all killed. I mean, man, that's hard to believe. Uh, the Clanton survivors tried to have Billy, or the Yerp family, and Doc Holliday arrested for murder. They were cleared by a... Uh, local justice of the peace. Uh, Wyatt Earp took matters into his own hands when the Cowboys uh, maimed, uh, let's see, Virgil Earp was ambushed and maimed at a murder attempt by the outlaw Cowboys the next year. And then the uh, Cowboys fired from a dark alley through a glass door of a saloon and shot Morgan Earp and killed him. So Wyatt took matters into his own hands in a personal vendetta and started killing all the bad guys anyway who were left. So, I don't know, But that was the no. gunfight he at the O.K. Corral. never
1: even got <laughs> nicked in his entire life.
4: Never got shot. Never, never. Nothing bad ever happened to him. N- or all the gunfights he was in and all the really? lawmen, yep, never oh, got yeah. shot. Never Nothing bad ever happened to him. Gun, the O.K. Corral on this day in 1881 in Tombstone. I've been to Tombstone. I have a Tombstone sheriff's bed. The town too tough to die. Yeah, pretty cool. I'm your huckleberry. (laughs) Thank you. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. There was a day of solidarity in honor of police departments in New York City yesterday. And it turns out now that the police officer in New York who was just murdered the other day chasing a bicycle thief, the family of the dead policeman has asked Al Sharpton to give the eulogy at his funeral Al Sharpton the cop hater who wants to try to bring people a little closer together well there was a day of unity uh, in New York City despite that and although one of the, uh, the most interesting parts of that is that Quentin Tarantino was at the protests the day before to complain about police Quentin Tarantino is the famous director who said, if you believe there's murder going on, you need to rise up and stand up against it. I'm here to say I'm on the side of the murdered. Uh, he calls police officers murderers. Quentin Tarantino. So now the police union is saying, now wait a minute, we want a boycott, a boycott, boycott all of your movies. Quentin Tarantino may be the most violent director of films in the history of moviedom. For example, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Django Unchanged, the Kill Bill movies. Uh, 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 Inglorious Bastards, where they have, what was it, the Bear Jew uh, Nazi Hunter, where he smashes in people's faces with with a baseball bat? That's Quentin Tarantino, and he's complaining about police being murderers? What a typical Hollywood hypocrite phony. Unbelievable. 140. Hold on a minute. I got some sound. I'm going to play for you, too. Uh, and, and by the way, I don't know whether you heard it. Chris Christie was complaining about Putty Tat being in favor of, uh, of, of shooting police officers. Uh, Chris Christie got thrown off the Amtrak quiet car. He said he didn't know he was in the they have a quiet car. If you're in the Amtrak quiet car, you're not allowed to talk. Say anything, no phones, no nothing. He's just sit there quietly. And he didn't know that. He was going, I don't want to say that. He said, well, you're going to have to leave, sir. So they kicked him out. I right, hold on. Bob's got an update on the OK Corral for me. Hello, Bob. How's it going?
9: It's going well. How are you, Kimmer?
4: Fine. Right, welcome. What's up?
9: Uh, just, I was listening to you talk about that. Uh, it's funny because uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I was in um, uh, Tombstone. Where you? with you? Uh, yeah, me and two of my friends. went. We've been three times now uh we were there for the Dorado Days, uh, which is the celebration that started in nineteen twenty nine, which was the fiftieth anniversary of the founding of the town. Um, but yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people dressed up like cowboys and and um uh you know the ladies in their evening gowns oh, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But there must have been like fifty Wyatt Earps, probably twenty five uh Doc Holidays and uh just all sorts of stuff. But yeah, the uh uh the the two strange things. One um is you're right about the the shootout. It was actually on the street behind the okay corral. Yeah. There's a plaque on the wall. And um I don't know if you saw the news but uh one of the reenactors, uh the, the Tombstone Vigilantes uh-huh. uh they do the the shootouts and stuff in the street. Yeah. Uh for that. Um, nobody checked his gun before they started. I, we, had we talked five. about this last
4: week. It was a gunfight. Yeah,
9: five live rounds. Well, the lady that got hit that was at the birdcage. Yeah, was between, or my my two buddies and I were between where the gunfight was and where that lady was.
4: So, Whoa, are you serious? And we didn't even know it. And she got shot with like, there was live bullets in the gun for this yeah, reenactment. He oh, had five
9: man. live bullets in his in his pistol.
4: Unreal, Bob. Yeah. Thanks. Welcome back to town, man. Uh, that's a fun place to go. By the way, we got sports coming up with Pete. Did you see Pete Rose again on the Fox baseball coverage? Honest to God, he looks like Frankenstein. That's
7: Frankenstein.
4: I'm sorry, Pete Rose. I'm telling you, he looks like Frankenstein. That's
7: Frankenstein.
1: And he's got nothing to offer. He's like a lump on a log. It's embarrassing. I thought Frank Thomas was going to hit him. It's embarrassing. Yeah, he kept insulting Frank. Oh, I I don't get it. I mean, he he
4: can't resurrect himself. He's got no character, he has nothing to offer. Uh, 142.
3: Oh, stop! You're killing me! The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
4: Greetings, citizens of Atlanta. It's me, Adam
2: West. <laughs> oh, Batman. Adam.
4: And this portion of the show is brought to you by that evil fiend, the Riddler. Riddle me this,
2: Batman. Why does Lena Dunham love Halloween? Because when she opens the front door, kids give her candy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Riddler. And now, here's your host, the Kimmer. <laughs> Old Jump. 151. Newsmaker Line's coming up. Sponsored by the Sighting deck. And now, the deposition from last year concerning the Blurred Lines copyright case is getting public viewing. Robin Thicke was found guilty, along with Pharrell Williams, of copying Blurred Lines. This song's basic themes from Marvin Gaye's song, Got to Give It Up. Well, it's being appealed. So we don't know what the final outcome might be. But in the deposition, Robin Thicke says he was high and drunk for every interview he did in the entire year of 2013, including when he was on Oprah Winfrey. He was high on booze and Vicodin. He didn't do a single interview for the whole year without being drunk and high. He says he'll say anything he wants to sell records. And he does not. Robin Thicke does not consider himself an honest person. Those are just some of the things in the deposition that came out. Uh, historical note or two for you. Uh, let's see. 1861, the legendary Pony Express officially ceased operations on this day in 1861. John Boy, why do you suppose the Pony Express stopped operating on this day in 1861? Uh, that's around the time of the Civil War, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but that wasn't the reason, uh, although that would be a good guess. The reason was the uh, transcontinental telegraph. And when the, t- when the telegraph bags basically put the Pony Express out of business, because they didn't wow. need to have uh, r- horses running across country LA anymore. for six weeks anyway. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that big a deal. But it, uh, <laughs> but it was the Pony Express, you know, and, and it's a legend, legendary Pony Express, ceased operations 1861. All right, look out here. We go. Oh, hold everything. Here's the news line. Let's see who's on the old news line. Uh, good afternoon.
10: Good afternoon, King. Oh, this is a Pope of Francis. Pope ness popeness calling. of holy wonderfulness.
4: Welcome, sir. We're humbled and honored, sir.
10: Well, you know, the Catholic Church is somewhat ambivalent on the whole Halloween thing, but... On Halloween. I do have a Halloween message for the actress, uh, Elena Dunham. Elena, not a message on Halloween, the Pope right here. Hail Mary, full of grace. Who needs a mask when you got to that face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very concerned, Mr. Kimmer, <laughs> yes, this to yeah. Louisville Cardinal basketball coach uh, Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino, coach of Louisville. Yes, he was paying money to prostitutes. Oh, my, what did? interest would Rick Pitino have in getting into the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame? <laughs>
4: no, I don't think that's what they meant. No, they meant a different I mean, kind I of I realize
10: you don't even have to live in Georgia or ever been on the actual radio <laughs> no, you never as long have... as you have the cash, but why would Rick Pitino care about the Georgia Radio Hall of <laughs> no, Scam anyway? <laughs>
4: it wasn't that type of prostitute, sir. It was...
10: <laughs> I'm very upset with the way those charlatan snake oil salesmen at the Georgia Radio Radio Hall of Fame scam mistreated the poor Southside Steve. Southside Steve, Steve, they said he was up for nomination
4: and he paid the money and he got a $700 dinner for all his friends to go and see if he made it.
10: what a raw deal. You treat Archbishop Wilton Gregory to a $700 dinner, you at least get a ride in his Porsche paid for by the (laughs) parish. You at least get a nightcap at his $2 million mansion purchased from the... Catholic seeing eye dog for him. <laughs> no,
1: you know? I do where he got the money, sir.
10: Blind <laughs> people are stumbling all over the place so he can have a new ride.
4: <laughs> for fun, he goes to the houses and rearranges the furniture. <laughs>
10: Sorry, we <laughs> just looking around, that old joke. <laughs> Banging into one thing ever,
4: just the looking around, around the Sweet. Room, you know, throwing just... the dog by, just... by the tail, just looking.
10: I'm going to finish the mosquito joke and resign this <laughs> <No. in hope. laughs>
5: You'd be out, all right. <laughs>
10: now it's time for yes. a piece the, Popenac, the the Magnificante. Magnificante, the Popanak. The answer is hmm. Supergirl. Supergirl. A TV tonight, the new show. What does Jeffrey Dormer order when he's really hungry?
4: Oh, 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 oh the super size. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <man>. Supergirl.
10: <laughs> Hurricane Patricia and the late Latin star Selena.
4: Hurricane Patricia and Selena, the singer.
10: Name two things it pretty much died once they got to Texas.
5: Oh,
10: oh. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to say, it's too bad that guy wasn't the president of the Sean Hannity fan club. <laughs> <laughs> Three shots on the back, folks. That's all he is.
7: <laughs> yes,
10: the Pope holds in his hands yes, the yes. final. Finally. The <laughs> uh, final one, yes. <laughs> may you catch a ride home with James Jordan. <laughs> Maybe stop or he swim on the way. Oh, man. <laughs> the answer is Herman Cain's speech and the late John Denver. Herman Cain's speech and the late John Denver. Name two things that often get mangled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Magnificante.
1: I'm in a bubble of bubble of shay.
4: Omnia Gallia, Duidas, and Trace Partes. 157, it's only the Kimmer and Gang here on News Radio 1067.
5: Who let the dog sound?
4: Hey guys, it's John <laughs> Boy. Thanks for
2: downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Man, that Kimmer guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place.
3: Kimmer's eyes are like the stars. Well, thank you. Very I... far apart. Well, now. The Kimmer Show on News Radio
4: 1067. <laughs> the second there, if you don't mind there. 204. How's it going? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. By the way, uh, my daughter Jennifer, who's back uh, where she lives now, is here for the weekend. Uh, we went out and uh, took some pictures, to, and she said, hey, Dad, you better check out Facebook. It's um, my little friend Gretchen, who takes care of me for some reason, i God knows why, but she does stuff for me, and drives me to the doctor if I need it, and she brought me stuff when I was in the hospital. I mean, it's just incredible. She's a giver. She's just like, she's Nurse Nightingale for quite a while. She's the sweetest lady. And Jennifer says, they're calling you an awful cute couple. And I said, whoa, now she's going to sue somebody if they, she gets linked with a Kimmer. So just be careful. <laughs> now, no, see, Pete, that's not Correct, that appropriate. Chick. <laughs> Wreck that chick! You know <laughs> poor, poor, girl. She's way too classy to be to be linked with me in any way. Iron, my shirt. Nah, wait a minute. <laughs> Natalie Merchant singing here with Ten Thousand Maniacs. Uh, birthday girl, Natalie Merchant, fifty-two uh, today. Also, uh, this was the day, 1984, Baby Faye was born and given the heart of a baboon. Baby Faye was a newborn with a severe heart defect. They gave her the heart of a baboon in an experimental transplant in Loma Linda, California. Baby Faye, on this day, 1984, got the baboon heart. She lived 21 days with the heart of an animal inside her, and it was part of the you know medical... Experimentation, but they tried to keep her alive. Uh, but remember, you're too young. Remember, John Boy, when the first remember people remember the first artificial hearts that came out. Barney, and, uh, Barney Clark or Barney Barney Clark, uh, South Africa, I believe he was from. uh Was it no? Who was the doctor? Who did well,
1: Christian Bernard was from South Africa, but he who worked did, in Barney Houston. Barney Clark
4: was the fir- yeah first guy in in Houston who got the art an art of the art the, ar- the uh, Jarvik artificial heart. Was that it? No,
1: actually, Evans' first heart transplant was Bernard. So if oh, some guy Jarvik. out of Utah did the artificial Jarvik,
4: one. I think it was called the Jarvik yeah. Heart, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Anyway, it was experimental. It wasn't that long ago, but now look how we've progressed. And that's why they're saying at some point it won't be that long. American, well, people, Earth people, Earthlings, will live to be 200 years old because we can replace pretty much everything in the body brain cells they haven't worked figured out yet but if you need to you know before too long you'll be able to just order a part of whatever you need and if you have a cancerous kidney you get rid of put another one in there no there's a deal.
1: story over the weekend that the, the first person to live to a thousand has already been born
4: wow i didn't see that holy moly so sometime in the next 80 years there'll be a way to oh my god now think about that how would you like to live to be a thousand what How would you like to be at the same job for nine hundred and fifty years <laughs> Hey boys <laughs> I mean can you imagine <laughs> holy smokes I mean my yeah, i I've been on job for eight hundred and forty years now, and uh, holy cow uh, and speaking of changes, Marino O'Hara passed away, Maureen O'Hara. Known for the Queen of Technicolor, they called her, with fiery red hair, green eyes, and a very pale complexion, a little Irish Missy, you know, be Jesus, and be God, and be joy. (laughs) Maureen O'Hara, remembered for her movies such as The Quiet Man, uh, How Green Was My Valley, Miracle on 34th Street, The Parent Trap. Maureen O'Hara passed away at the age of 95. She never got an Oscar for her acting, but she did receive an Honorary Academy Award last year, and Maureen O'Hara passed away in one of her famous... Movies was was with John Wayne in The Quiet Man. If anybody had told me six months ago that today I'd be in a graveyard in Israel with a girl like you that I'm just about to kiss, I'd have told them. Oh,
2: but
0: the kissing's a long way off yet. Huh? Well, we just started the court, and the next month we we would start the walking out together, and the month after that there'll be the thrashing parties, and the month after that. There'd... Nope. Maybe <laughs> we won't have to wait that month. Yep. Or for the.
10: Nope.
4: parties? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and J- now, John Boy, remember when this movie was on, I told you you really should watch it. Have you ever had a chance to see it yet, The Quiet Man? I haven't seen it yet. Well, again, the, the very famous part, if you couldn't get away with it today, is when you stand with the open door and the wind is howling and the rain is flying and the door fl- shutters are flapping and he's, he takes her and he grabs her. He grabs her around the waist, he p- holds her away from him for a minute, looks at her, and then he grabs her and slams her in a full body hug into him and plants one right on her right there. Her arms are flailing back and forth. I mean, he took her. He just took her. Yeah. And he, he, You couldn't really get away with that sort of thing anymore, <laughs> but John Wayne did it to Maureen O'Hara, and she just passed away at 95. Wow, that's a well that's good for her. All right, 209, it's only the Kimberly News Radio 106. Happy birthday to our doorman, Darian in the doorman, this guy is amazing. This is the guy, and I try to stump him every day and it never works because I don't have that kind of time. Here, here's the guy, he's, just, he's the nicest man. I mean, he just seems like the nicest man. He's a doorman, but he's not really a doorman. He's supposed to be down there to help people who need help at a little podium inside the lobby. But what he does is he stands at the door and opens the door for everybody who comes through in the morning just on his own goodness of his heart and the the funny part is that he all, you know, you'll see him opening the door and I'll say hey how you doing he says good morning happy monday happy monday to you oh happy monday to you nice day yes it is and nice i day. you can't st- you can't be the last line to say good morning to him he has to come back with at least
1: one more i tried that this morning yeah i taped it and here <laughs> after like the 16th time here's the response all right sir. I'm as
4: mad as hell, <laughs> and I'm not going to take this anymore. Yeah, uh, you try, trying to tease the camera. <laughs> 210, I got news regularly coming up sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Also making the rounds of the Internet and the World Wide Web. 12 million views of Jamie Randolph from Cleveland, Tennessee. Here's a woman who says leggings ain't pants. And if you don't believe it, just listen to her.
0: Good morning. I know I've already done a video in the past couple days, but... Ladies, it's pretty much legging weather. I love legging weather. I don't care if you don't like leggings. Don't judge me. They are comfortable. They don't cut into you. They're always the right length. I feel like pajamas. I love them. You can dress them up, you can dress them down, you can look like a frat girl, or you can look pretty classy in them, depending on what you choose to pair with them. This morning while I'm trying on my leggings, I couldn't find my, my normal leggings. So I had to borrow Mackenzie's for a hot minute. Her daughter. And I'm like, whoops, mm-mm, them ain't going to work. So I'm heading to the store right now to get me some other leggings. This is why I'm making this video. Some of you people like to use leggings as breeches, as pants pants. That ain't how they're supposed to be wore. If you can't wear a shirt that covers your tail so I can't tell that you got some Aztec print thongs on, you don't need to be wearing them.
4: Aztec print thongs.
0: That's rule number one. If they're too tight that I can see you got a tattoo on your leg. They're too tight. They ain't to be wore, period. That's called pantyhose, honey. Panty hose. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> White leggings. Them's a big old no-no. You can see all kinds of stuff through them. See, leggings, it, most of the time it don't matter how big you are as long as you keep your tail in covered. You can be a big old girl. I'm a big girl, I'm a fit girl. I got thick legs, I got thick calves, I got a big old butt, and I got a big old gut. So, you gotta conceal it. You wear a longer shirt, like a tunic. Sometimes you can wear them with a little dress. That's fine. Wear them with boots. You can wear them with flats. You can wear them with all sorts of things. But make sure your tail is covered. Nobody wants to see what kind of pennies you got on. Nobody wants to see anything going up in any body part that you have, <laughs> I assure you. I mean that stuff's left for the bedroom. It don't <laughs> need to be run around town. It's awful. Don't do it. You're welcome. <laughs> Leggings ain't pants. That's what been
4: 12 million views of the legging lady from Tennessee. Two twelve.
2: Oh, thank you
3: very much. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride go. home on News Radio 6.7.
2: Hey, this is Rodney. Hey, And Rodney. this portion of our show is yeah, brought to you yeah. by Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. She bought 10% of Weight Watchers. Yeah. I'm guessing it was the dessert section. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Talk about eating up the profits. <laughs> and now here's your hey, host, Kim Peterson. Thank you so
4: much. Oh. Look out, it's only me. Olympic silver medal figure skater Sasha Cohen is 31 today. And sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn. If you are an athletic supporter, what an incredible
1: weekend. Uh, oh, mercy. Now, holy crap at sports and P. David. The good news, the Falcons are 6-1. and one. Hey, hi They only won six games all the last season. Yeah. The bad news, only Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton have been more out of sync this last month than <laughs> offensive coordinator Cal Shanahan and Matt Ryan. Yeah. At one point, the Falcons had third or fourth and less than three yards to go six times during the game. Handed off to the best running back in the NFL. Yeah. Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Nope. They threw the ball all six times and only made the first down twice. That can't be good. Uh... On the goal line, two shots to get it in. Did they hand it to Freeman? Well, they should have handed it right to no, Freeman. No, no. Oh, they, no, they wait a minute. So, I'm just saying. That's winning
4: ugly. You know, that, that, they yeah, got lucky.
1: They got lucky, but uh, they're 6-1. and 6-1. and one? The Yellow Jackets pulled off the win of the weekend over the Seminoles as we hear from Brendan Galdin. Kick is blocked.
4: Georgia Tech blocks it. The Jackets pick it up back in the
2: 25. <laughs> the, blocker past the 30. Inside the 20. The
5: I'm not
1: kidding you. I'm not kidding you. Or as, man, as Bud pointed out. What if Robert Stack worked for ESPN? Sniffed. Looked down. We got it. All right, all got right. it. <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile, former Tech coach George O'Leary just up and quit as coach of Central Florida yesterday.
4: A former local coach.
1: Not going to look good on the old
4: resume. No, it's not, no. Well, no, his, he was not His resume. His resume. Uh, his resume. Oh, that fake resume. Yeah, That's yeah, what he... Yeah. No, well, no, we, now we <laughs> we have to <laughs> explain. I had forgotten. George, See, John Boy's <laughs> no, looking at Leary. you funny. Tell the story of George O'Leary when he, he went... got he, the job at Notre
1: Dame. Notre Dame job. head
4: coach, which is the dream job of most football coaches in America. Pro- Catholics. Catholic. No, Catholics. Catholic and what happened, Pete?
1: And they found out he had been fudging a little bit on his career. At, I think it was New Hampshire or someplace yep, up there. Yeah, that he
4: had a master's degree or oh, something yeah, and stuff, and it was a lie. Yeah. He cheated on his resume, and he... Stuff, And he quit. He never even got to coach, I think, think before he ever started, I think.
1: right. He was there a couple yeah. weeks, I yeah. think, something
4: like it. <laughs> you never got the goal.
1: Not a good weekend for Hurricanes. First, Hurricane Patricia gets drunk on a Mexican beach and becomes absolutely useless. No. Who among us hasn't been well, there? I've been there, yeah. And then the Miami Hurricanes suffer their worst defeat ever, and at the hands of Clemson, salt in the wound, mm. the Canes had about as much chance against the Tigers as a beluga whale seeing a birthday at the Georgia Aquarium. Uh, oh, <sighs> so they fire coach Al Golden. Why should this concern you? Yeah. USA Today says one of the names they should consider is Mark Richt, former Miami oh, Hurricane. Quarterback. Really? Yeah, yeah. Charlie Strong in Texas too, which he's laughing about, and yeah, a that's not be I right. believe Tom Herman of Houston should be their first choice. But what do I know? Yeah. On this date in 2005, Tadahito Iguchi became the first Japanese native to win a World Series when his White Sox team routes the Astros. Ruh-roh. Iguchi played for the Fukuoka. Oh, Hawks that was close. In Japan. Speaking of Japan, when yes. I say the name Tokyo Sexwell, yeah. oh. what comes to mind? Lena Dunham? I'm sorry. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Pearlside Lena Dunham. I'm sorry. I bet multimillionaire mining tycoon wasn't one of them no, from South Africa. Oh. Tokyo Whale wants to be the next head of FIFA, replacing Obergruppenführer Sepp Blatter, oh. maybe the only name funnier than Tokyo Sexwell. <laughs> yeah. It's a requirement. You must have a name that sounds like an adult toy you by an insurrection to run the soccer. Brutal. Vikings running back Adrian Peterson almost didn't play yesterday in their win over the Lions. Why? Yeah. During the plane flight to Detroit, the plane hit a little turbulence, causing Peterson to swallow his chaw of tobacco. Oh, ah! oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazingly, he didn't barf it back up oh. until after oh. the plane landed.
5: Oh, no, I just.
1: <laughs> oh, brutal! My great uncle used to chase us around my great grandmother's house with a half-cut off carton of milk that he used as his the spit cup. The spit cup. Yeah. And to this day, I oh. have never put a chon. No, my no, mouth.
4: you don't want to either. You oh. don't. Do not want to do John it. John
1: Boy, you ever done that? I have. Oh man, Swallow the spit a little. That's bit. not oh, good. No, 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 no. And during the Hilltoppers LSU game, the announcers went to the telestrator. Unfortunately, it wasn't the place shown on the screen. It was a map of Japan. <laughs> Thankfully, there was no animation of small mushroom clouds coming up oh, over. Oh man, how weird <laughs> was that! I love it. <laughs> sports. There you go. How about a newspaper lion Good afternoon. Look out. Good
4: afternoon, Kimmer. This is Donald Trump calling. But, Donald, hey, you're talking about Seventh-day Adventist and Ben Carson. and uh, you know, making... What's the deal with those Seventh-day
2: Adventist people, anyway? I don't know. They, they've been calling for the resurrection since 1844. I mean, <laughs> these people have been waiting about as long for Jesus to come back as the camera's been waiting for a contract. I mean, <laughs> of course, I do believe he's coming back, by the way. Cause, <laughs> That's the know, difference. I'm a devout Presbyterian, Donald Trump. Devout. Uh, I believe Cameron going to church every Sunday unless there's a game on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I don't have a tea time, I'm there. I mean, <laughs> you're if you're a good press you material. know, if I don't have action on a three-game teaser, then <laughs> you can. But I'll be. <laughs> <laughs>
4: 7 come 11, baby. <laughs>
2: I feel so bad for poor Southside Steve. Oh, he
4: got rejected. Getting screwed
2: over by the Georgia Radio Hall of yeah. Sham. <laughs> Sham? <laughs> I mean, Southside had already lined up a babysitter. Not for his kids, for his wife, his you know. Wife. Because <laughs> she's <laughs> very young, you know. Well, she had homework due the next day. Well, so I you know. know instead of a wedding ring, he presented her with a teething ring at the ceremony. It was very <laughs> touching.
4: Very touching.
9: <laughs>
2: I mean, it's bad enough about this Georgia Radio Hall of Shame. I mean, they, they tell you to sign up all your friends as members to, quote, stack the deck an actual quote from the loser who runs the thing. Then the you deck. have to drop 700 bucks on the dinner and you still don't get in? Still don't get in. Oh, my God, man. You know, the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame is a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. Yeah, just like the Clinton Foundation, yeah. <laughs> Sons
4: of... Easy now. <laughs> now. Don't forget to tag it out, though, sir. The get Georgia legal. Radio
2: Radio Hall of Fame is a division of Cox Broadcasting, a <laughs> subsidiary of Men's Warehouse. Has nothing to do with clothing. It's just a warehouse filled with eligible men.
6: They wear the suits.
2: <laughs> I'm Lindsay Graham. Where's the men? What I want to know.
5: <laughs>
2: I love the whole radio award process. Cox Broadcasting buys the award. Yeah. Then their non-radio writer Rodney the Ho is paid by Cox Enterprises to write about it. I mean, talk about <laughs> incestuous. P. Davis, where the hell are we living anyway? Mississippi over here? Oh, hey, 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 hey One more thing. I tried to He's watch some done. of that god awful Falcons Titans game. Oh, yesterday. man. That was oh, I mean, the only way that could have been any worse is if the owner of the punchline performed at halftime. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I mean, at least we got a win, but the Falcon offense. <laughs> the Falcon Offense cameras sort of office, to put in a Lena Dunham performance. A Lena Dunham performance, sir? Well, it was ugly, but it got the job done. I mean, <laughs> you don't even want to look down at what's happening on the field of play. Keep your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> you might spot something you didn't wish you hadn't seen ever. <laughs> Oh, I just thought they were leaving on a moped. That's how bad it was.
4: <laughs> Until you got spotted on one. There you go. The, the doll was right. <laughs> oh. Look out. 227. Coming up, we're gonna give away some tickets to the Chateau Alain Annual Vineyard Festival next on News Radio 1067.
1: Look out.
2: Hi, this is Casey Casey. Casey! And this portion of our show is brought to you by the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> Bribe them, drop $700 on a dinner, and hey, they still might not let you in. And now here's your host, a guy who couldn't even buy his way into that circle of jerks, as if he wanted to. What self respecting person would? Here he is,
4: Kim Peterson. Yeah, in case you didn't hear, Southside Steve, one of our famous cumulus personalities was nominated to be a member of the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. And the deal is you, they have a banquet where I guess they announce the results. And you're supposed to, you have to pay for your own food, your own meal. And you're supposed to have friends of yours sign up. And they have to pay a fee to become a member of the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. You don't even have to be in radio to become a member of the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame, just for the record. Uh, never, you can never have worked radio in your life. You don't even have to be from Georgia. Anyway, if you pay enough money, you become a member of the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. So Steve, Southside Steve, brought all his friends for the dinner, cost him $700 to pay for all the tickets of the people, only to find out over the weekend that he was not elected. (laughs) And they rejected him. (laughs)
1: Unbelievable. Anyway,
4: 235, this is Liberace. Play that part again. So you can. Oh my! (laughs) Liberace on this day in 1966 uh, was a guest appearance actor on Batman, and he played both a good guy and an evil pianist.
1: (laughs) You want to do it again, don't you?
4: (laughs) How could you get it in your mouth? It's got to be eight or nine. That's a
1: hamburger. It's a hamburger. Talking about
4: hamburgers. A couple of birthdays. Shelly Morrison, an actress. He's doing it
1: all by themselves, okay? Uh, oh,
4: oh, excuse me? Now, if you don't
1: mind, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little foo-foo on you here <laughs> no, just for a moment. Just a
4: minute. I'm out of context. Shelly Morrison from Will and Grace is 79 today. Okay,
1: fellas, now it's your turn. <laughs> it's a
4: little long it'll we'll take a full segment. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get that out today. Uh, Ollie Ollie free. Uh, James Pickens Junior from Gray's Anatomy is sixty three and Tom Cavanaugh from Ed is forty seven. So there you go. All right. Oh, yeah, it's only me, 237 on News Radio 1067. So it's only hey, me my life. 844 1067. We got the Pope coming up shortly. Oh, wait, hold everything. There's a special late live edition of the old Newsbreaker line. By golly, let's see who's on the old Newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Who's calling me at this ungodly hour? <laughs> yes, sir. Welcome aboard. I've got a wake up call from Dexter King. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crack of 5 p.m. Welcome, sir. Well, you're a
2: smart man, Mr. Heston. You've been in a lot of movies. You know you (laughs) did those commercials years ago for Bob Barker, who (laughs) does. Does China really have the world's greatest population, Mr. Heston? Uh, the greatest or, population. Or are they just counting the same people twice? <laughs> could
4: be illogical. Sorry. Didn't I get you before seeing No. Sort of like the Million
8: Man March. They should have put orange tags around those bottles of Ripple so they wouldn't. <laughs>
2: oh, my God, man. <laughs> Now we've done it. <laughs> that new female NFL official is beginning oh. to hit her stride. Hit her, yeah, I saw
4: her over the weekend. Hit her stride. Oh, she?
2: yeah. Typical woman. Yesterday, she threw a flag for something that happened 10 years ago.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Damn her. <laughs>
8: You know, that Hurricane Patricia wasn't nearly as powerful as
2: they predicted, Mr. wasn't It is
1: powerful, no. It sir. only
2: wound up doing $7 million worth
4: of improvement to Mexico. <laughs> I said it only did $7 million worth of, of improvement. Improvements to Mexico when it left the area of Mexico.
8: dead yeah. by the time it got to Texas, kind of like Selena. Oh, wait, we already did uh, that no,
4: one. No, daisy.
8: <laughs> you know what our
4: last words were, right? Selena's last words? I, I don't know, sir. Ow, oh, son of a. Who oh, was God. That? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That hurts.
2: <laughs> now it's time for a visitor from the east, yes, I... the amazing yes. Charnak the Magnificent. Charnak
4: the Magnificent. Sir.
2: The answer is money can't buy happiness.
4: Money can't buy happiness.
2: What's the difference between happiness and the Georgia Radio Hall of
4: Scam? <laughs> <laughs> The answer is Supergirl. Supergirl, new a TV show on tonight. What size
2: diapers were purchased for Lena Dunham? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is turkey jerky. Turkey jerky. (laughs) How would you introduce Sean Hannity to Michael J. Fox?
4: Oh, man. (laughs) Jerky meat. Jerky. Moving a lot. Sit Still, sir. I hold in my hand the
8: final envelope. Thank you, God. There is a lord up there somewhere. May your only son's beach volleyball game get crashed by John Denver. Oh,
4: man.
2: The answer is I break for Cowboys. I break for Cowboys. Unfortunately, what bumper... No, we probably shouldn't do that. Oh,
1: that. <laughs> Oklahoma State Cowboys. Oh, That's okay. Oh, man.
4: I have a backup. I have a backup. A <laughs> oh, backup? All right, sir. Another the answer one. is no experience necessary. No experience necessary.
2: <laughs> What's on the entry form for the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> However, $1,000 in non-sequential bills is required, you know? <laughs> So got a good chance. That phony-ass tax-exempt status, <laughs> wink, wink. Nice, nice. Great to be on Thank the
5: show.
3: Thank
5: you so
2: much.
3: <laughs>
4: <a> little bit. <laughs> the
8: magnificent
4: <laughs> Georgia Radio Hall of Scam.
8: <laughs>
4: Hands up! Look out! all right i'll tell you what i've uh, been remiss here in offering the prizes of the day i have two tickets to the chateau la 19th annual vineyard festival november 8th which is a sunday from one to five two tickets they include unlimited drinks unlimited drinks from local breweries wineries and distilleries plus cooking and wine seminars winery and vineyard tours local food live music grape stomping you got to be over 21 and prove it to win these tickets the uh, Chateau Lon 19th annual vineyard festival November 8th 1 to 5 it's a Sunday afternoon and by the way if you you might want to think about getting a room if you're going to be drinking for 4 <laughs> solid hours <of> unlimited <laughs> drinks really. just uh, just a suggestion <laughs> i'm not being critical uh, but anyway and tell you what uh, hangman just pick a number and uh, tell us uh, pick a line and we'll give these away right now 844 404 1067 844 404 1067 two tickets and, uh, what you, all do you get there you get unlimited drinking Local breweries, wineries, and distilleries, cooking and wine seminars, winery and vineyard tours, local food, live music, and stomping on grapes. Wow! You get the whole deal. 2.42 is our time.
1: We were somewhere around Barstow <laughs> on the edge of the desert when the drugs began to take hold. <laughs> You're
4: getting an ether high right now.
3: I don't know. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home like on news Radio 106. Uh, Stand by right there.
2: Hello, my name is Charnat <laughs> it, the, the Magnificent. Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to yes, you by sir. Yes, sir, yes. a real eye-opener. A real
4: eye-opener.
2: <laughs> What's something that Forrest Whitaker could use? Oh. And now here's your host, <laughs> Charlton Hester. Yeah, you're so
4: very close, sir. So very close. Too- 49 a News Radio 1067. Congratulations, Jeff Reagan. You
0: meet her? Jeff
4: won the tickets to go see the Chateau Alain oh, drinking faster there. <laughs>
0: <and say how> <laughs>
5: <you>
4: <laughs> <say> <laughs> Unlimited <you> drinking <laughs> for solid hours. Did All you the breweries fru- and distilleries I'm you can <laughs> <on my mind. laughs> slam down, That's baby. Oh, you got to love Tell
5: it. Cheater, cheater. Now,
4: I don't know this meet? group, Joey and Rory, trash. but it's. it's. It's a country group, Joey and Rory, and Joey Feek, who's the girl here singing, has decided to stop taking treatments for her cancer. She has cervical cancer. She's been treated with chemotherapy and radiation. And Joey's husband, Rory, says that they've decided that she's just going to go home. They've done everything they can do. They've reached the end of what medicine can do for them. They've called off all their appearances. They're going home. And her husband says, and Joey says, we're not going home to die, but to live. The doctors gave them an estimate of how much time she has left on this earth. She has not revealed what he said, but the husband says he threw away the calendar. They have a daughter who's 20 months old. And Joey, from Joey and Rory, has a cervical cancer, and she says, that's it. I've done what I can do. I'm just going to go home and forget the stupid treatment stuff. So that's tough. 251... <clears throat> On News Radio 106.7, and then you wonder why some of us survive and some of us don't. God knows it's not because I deserve to make it. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. Uh, 251. All right, it's on the camera. Now, in case you missed it, I want, this is worth playing this quick soundbite for you, whether you watch uh, Jeopardy or not. The other day, there was a contestant on Jeopardy, and the question was, they showed a picture of a flower, and the question was to name a flower and something else as well. And here's what the question went, and here's what the answer was. Clue for you. Take a look, the flower pictured here is called this, also a disparaging
1: term for people on the political left. We're going to start with you and I have a feeling that you, have, you may have found a way to insult liberals in this country. Let's take a look at your response. <laughs> What
4: is a pansy? <laughs> <laughs> a flower and, a in this country.: There actually is a flower called the bleeding heart, which I had never heard of, but she said it was a pansy, which of course is the proper answer. Uh, two for two. It's a newsbreak line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon.
10: Good afternoon, oh, This is Pope of France. Popeness morning. of
4: Holy Wonderfulness. Welcome, sir. We're humbled and honored, sir.
10: Well, you know, the Catholic Church is somewhat ambivalent on the whole Halloween thing, but... On Halloween. I do have a Halloween message for the actress, uh-huh. Elena Dunham.
4: Elena, not a message on Halloween, the Pope right
10: here. Hail Mary, full of grace. Who needs a mask when you got to that face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very concerned, Mr. Kimmer. Yes, to yeah. Louisville Cardinal basketball coach... Uh, Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino,
4: coach of Louisville.
10: Yes, he was paying money to prostitutes. Oh, my. What did? St- interest would rick patino have in getting into the georgia radio hall of fame <laughs>
5: no i don't think that's what they meant. No, meant
10: a different I mean, kind I of i realize product. you don't even have to live in georgia or ever been on the actual radio <laughs> no, you never as long have. as you have the cash but why would rick patino care about the georgia radio hall of no. scam anyway <laughs>
4: it wasn't that type of prostitute sir it was
10: I'm very upset with the way those charlatan <laughs> snake oil salesmen at the Georgia Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame scam mistreated the poor Southside South Steve. Steve. They said he was up for a nomination
4: mean, and he paid the money and he got seven hundred dollar dinner for all his friends to go and see if he made I mean, it.
10: What a raw deal! You treat Archbishop Wilton Gregory to a seven hundred dollar dinner, you at least get a ride in his Porsche paid for by the parish. <laughs> You at least get a nightcap at his $2 million mansion purchased <laughs> from the Catholic Seeing Eye Dog Fund. <laughs> no, I don't
1: think where he got the money, sir.
10: <laughs> Blind people are stumbling all over the place so he can have a new ride.
4: <laughs> For fun, he goes to the houses and rearranges the furniture. <laughs>
5: Sorry. we just
10: looking around, that old joke. <laughs> Banging
4: into one thing. we just the looking around. around in the room, you know, <laughs> it just... Throwing the dog by, just... by the tail. <laughs> just looking. Just <laughs> 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 no.
10: what <it sucks. laughs> yes. I'm going to finish the mosquito joke and resign <laughs> <No. in top. laughs>
5: You'd be out all right. <laughs>
10: Now it's time for yes. a visit from the, the East. Yes. Poponac, the Magnificante. Magnificante, The answer is hmm. Supergirl. Supergirl. A new TV tonight, the new show. What does Jeffrey Dormer order when he's really hungry? Oh, 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 oh the Super Sizer. Oh, <laughs> Supergirl. <laughs> Hurricane Patricia and the late Latin star Selena.
4: Uh, Hurricane Patricia and Selena,
10: the singer. Name two things it pretty much died once they got to Texas. Oh. Oh. All I gotta say, it's too bad that guy wasn't the president of the Sean Hannity fan club. (laughs) (laughs) Three shots on the back, folks. That's all he is. (laughs) The Pope holds in his hands the final Finally. The final one, yes. May you catch a ride home with James Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe stop or he swim on the way.
5: Oh, man.
10: (laughs) The answer is Herman Cain's speech and the late John Denver. Herman Cain's speech and the late John Denver. Name two things that often get mangled. <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> Steve. Steve. oh Magnificante. Look out, yeah, 2.56. Almost time for Cheryl and the Respectability Team here at News Radio 106.7. In the meantime, it's only we, the Kimmerin Gang, on News Radio 1067. Don't forget, uh, daylight saving time ends this Saturday night. There's no wasting in the savings. And Halloween, oh my God, look out, it's I gotta go and kill me. Ura, Herp, look out.
2: Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three, Monday to Friday, for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067.
1: Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why
3: I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil.